Welcome to The Locker. This is season two, episode 44. I am a white over there. It's Van Howes. What's going on, man? Man, I'm pissed. You that's always what. pissed. So I'm not always pissed. Uh, that, that's, that's stretching, but I'm going to go off on a tangent real quick, real quick before we start the show so I can, I can settle down after this. I am sick and damn tired of these MFers saying that college students get a free education or student athletes. There is nothing fucking free about our education. All right. I'm sick of it. There is nothing free about education. The amount of hours, the amount of time, the amount of of uh, dedication to our craft is not free. I want you to come and work out a season with a student athlete, then work a fucking pre-season, uh, off-season with a student athlete. When our season is over, we normally get about two weeks off. Then we go and hit the hit the weights. And that's a five, that's usually a five or six o'clock in the morning deal where you go and wait lift, then you go to class, then you come back. The good players come back and they do a work on their own with their teammates to try and get better for the next season. So all these, you know what, saying the education is free. Get off of that. There's not free is when I I sit on my ass and, and somebody hands me something. Free is when 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 I go when I'm walking down the street or I go to Starbucks or I go to McDonald's and someone pays for my order in front of me. That's free. I didn't do anything to earn that. Now, y'all lazy MFers, hone a skill, be elite at it, and then you can come talk to me. There is nothing free about being a student athlete. Trust me on that. I was a student athlete, and then I was just a student. Trust me. I'd rather be a damn student than a student athlete, and I worked. So get off that bullshit. Amen, amen. Hey, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I, honestly, I never thought about it. I'm with you. I would rather do one or the other. I would love to be an athlete where I didn't have to worry about books. <laughs> Or you can give me a – because if I'm an athlete, I'm putting all my concentration on making it to the next level. I ain't worried about no book. Or I'm going to be a student where I'm worried about putting my thesis, my practicum, my my dissertation together to where I'm going to make money at the next level as well. I'm with you on that, my brother. I'm with you on that. You send down at your crib, man. Everybody salute. Throw up a shot for my man V Styles. Make him a stand and oh. Hey, your man's put it down right there. Look, here's the other thing. Right there. Don't come to me with no bullshit. Well, I had to work to go to college. Oh, I worked my education. Look, kudos to you. If you had an unbelievable skill set like these acad- academias who don't have to work, <laughs> they get that's cool for free. If you had an elite skill set, you wouldn't have to do it either. So don't just put it on student athletes. It's students that are sitting right next to you in class that ain't paying either. Or you might not be smart enough to be in a class with them, and they might be a little bit above you and not taking class with you because you don't have a elite skill set. So don't – all right, I'm done. I'm done. All right. You know, they would have a problem if they brought all the best tutors into the Joe Craft. I don't know what the name of the new uh, football facility is. And they had the best tutors and, you know, they prepared them and they gave them the test aside from where the other students took them. They would have a problem with that. I guess UNC tries something of that sort. So, uh, you know, so they have a problem, man. Like I said, I, I, I didn't know the, the magnitude or the things you were talking about. You sent me the, the link afterward. Like, the first thing you can say is make sure they pay taxes on that money. If money is given to you, you're going to pay taxes on it. <laughs> right. If it's income, you're going to pay taxes on it. Like, I don't know. I mean, 
any old thing, man, just come up. But nobody says, but you know what? Here's the same thing. People will make a whole story about, well, Jordan are, are selling out $200 a piece within an hour, the first 30 minutes an hour of the store open. But the sweatshop, they're paying those guys 15, they're paying the people 15 cents an hour to make them. What right. do you think a college athlete is being paid? You, what do you think? You take, I guess, Alabama probably has 85 players on their roster. Plus, you know, they always go to the playoffs. They always have the SEC championship. The, the revenue that comes in, if you divided it amongst each individual equally, what do you – I'm going to do that. We're going to do that for the next show. What do you think the, the, just the, the revenue they gained, if you just didn't distribute through all sports and you just get – you took the amount of money they earned – and distributed to 85 players and they coach and staff, what do you think the average would be? Six wow. figures? That's a good question. Each individual on the, on, the, on the roster. But then, like I said, they say, well, your education is enough. Spool I can up. see where they come with that from. I can see where they come with that from. I can see where you can pull that from. But I think, depending on what platform you're on, it's, it's, it's awful disrespect. That is awful disrespect. Because you got Eric Jeter, A-Rod, Patrick Mahomes, you got people signing half a billion, quarter billion dollars because people want to see you play. People want to see your art. People want to see, just like you said, the things that they work day and night to be a perfectionist at. Even when Patrick Mahomes was getting his ass kicked in the Super Bowl, man, he was still throwing dimes with three people hanging off of him. He was throwing dimes. You don't get that everywhere, man. It's, it's, it's funny to me how people will defend the wealthy. Like, like someone came out, I'm trying to find it. Someone made a a a, a stat about million, the difference between a millionaire and a billionaire. It is crazy. It'll be, it's crazy, dude. The difference between a million and a billion is beyond what you think it is. Oh, yeah. And, and, and so a million now, a millionaire is really not nothing nowadays. So no. think about how much money you know, I, I, he doesn't have it. But think about how much money Bezos has. He's a billionaire. That's what? a thousand millions. What did you Bezos. say? Jeff Bezos, the Amazon CEO. Oh, okay. Gotcha. He is a billionaire. That's a thousand millions. Dude, a thousand millions? Yeah. <laughs> a thousand millions. A thousand of them big boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My mom, me and my mom had this conversation while I was home. Somebody was saying something. I don't know how we were talking about. Somehow we got on like $4 billion. Somehow we got on $4 billion or maybe we got on a lottery being almost a billion dollars. And my mom said, well, I wouldn't do this differently. I said, there's no way in the world. I said, do you understand that you could buy a $150,000 car and still have $900 million, not $99? I couldn't put the word together right man i was just like you spend hundreds of thousands would not mean nothing like i said you could spend a hundred thousand dollars every day and you would only spend three hundred sixty five thousand dollars right wait a minute i don't know what i said i might have said that no look i mean a million dollars every day jeff bezos can give everybody in the country it's a 300 some million people in this country he give everybody a dollar and still have half a billion left. <laughs> he, can, he can go and walk down and just give out dollars. Just give them up to everybody in this country. Not half the people, not a quarter. He can give a dollar to everybody. 
and still have half a billion left. Yeah. That's wild, man. But but people will defend him. Oh, he dude, it's it's, it's mind blowing. And that's the same crap with these Joes and wannabe athletes. These um what's the guy from from Married with Children? What was what was his name? Oh, uh from Polk High. I can't think of his name. Uh, Al. Ha, ha, Al Bundy. Like Al Bundy. there's too many of those out, out there, man. <laughs> Four touchdowns in one game. <laughs> too many out there, man. And and they want to poop on athletes. It's crazy, bro. It's crazy. Damn, two hundred billion. Is he really worth that much? Damn, he is. It's one hundred ninety-eight point nine billion. God damn. <laughs> You could trick off a hundred billion, like Dude. so. Your, your math is off, man. Dude. You probably you know same people you were talking about, probably a thousand dollars a piece. Dude, he's two hundred billion. Yeah, so that's two hundred thousand millions. <laughs> <laughs> that's two hundred of them thousand million. God. <laughs> oh. uh. you know what's worse? You know what's worse? Now I'm now I'm getting in my bag. I'm sorry. I'm getting shoulder deep in my bag. You know what's worse? is now the way they get loans is off of stocks. So since they have, so so it's not like they have to sell the stock. It's just say, oh, well, look how many, how look how the value of my stocks are and you can get a loan off of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that crazy? So I'm worth 200 freaking billion. <laughs> I have these stocks. I don't even, I don't even have to put my, my shit, he got so much money. I guess it doesn't matter. He don't have to show his bank account. And say, oh well, use that as collateral. No, he just say, I got this many stocks. And <laughs> Dude, he just he about to go to the moon or something. Ain't he about to go to the moon? I think so. Yeah, I think he's about to go to the moon. Dude, this man is worth two hundred billion. So that means he can give out three dollars to everybody. <laughs> how how much is how much is Warren Buffett worth? Good one. I don't think it's that much. Not close. Damn. He's a shame. He's poor. He's 105 billion. <laughs> Sorry, sack of shit. 105, man. That's, that's sad, man. How, how, what? It, how sad? He's a sad soul. The business almost has double him. He almost doubled Warren Buffett, who's a hundred billionaire. He almost doubled him. Dude, you know how much money that is? Is it? Is it sacrilegious? Is it? Do you do you even look at the fact that there's people with hundreds of billions of dollars and we in trillion dollar debt in the country? <laughs> like you understand, like you put all those people together, like not that they should give it back. I've always said that we should take away currency and your value should be in your effort. You do work for whatever you want. Whatever you want, no, all you do no. is do something. And here you we got can't it. Do that. No. What do you mean? We can't do that. No, we can't do that. No. The people will get lazy and won't do. No. The no, the people that. don't do nothing. Don't get nothing. They don't Dude. get nothing. Now I'm they might be robbing and stealing. But. I'm on your side, but that's what the 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 jackasses say who don't make that much money, who are defending the billionaires. Say, well, no, because I might be a billionaire one day, and I don't want you to touch my damn money, man. Come on, <laughs> dude. Look, Bezos is 198, Elon Musk is 155, and Bill Gates is 126. That's in with a B nair. Those are three old white men. That are combined worth two, <laughs> damn, two, three, about six hundred billion. <laughs> Where are in this world? Six hundred billion. 
Oh, where are the Waltons at? Because oh. I was on the phone with the Waltons for about 120 phone calls. <laughs> so where, where are they at? Are they still up there or were they behind me? No. They sat, no. Not, not, well, so I guess, not one of them individually. I guess if you combine them, hold on, let me see. Man, we have gone on a tangent. Hey, I apologize to all your listeners that we kind of went off on, on the tangent, but the net worth of the family is $235 billion. Billion? Billion. That's a family combined. That's all together. Okay. They got to put all they money together to mess with your boy from uh, Amazon. Okay. But they lost $13 billion, though, recently. They should, because their customer service is terrible. In February, the Walton family fortunes dropped $13 billion on, on their plans to hike pay and digital spend. So they gave back to their to the employees a little bit, and they lost thirteen of their two hundred. I got a nephew with one of their employees, and what they did was cut their hours. They yeah, gave fifteen dollars an hour. They raised they pay to fifteen dollars an hour to cut you back to twenty five hours a week. So 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 his check is still the same. Yeah, so it's still the same. <laughs> he put his part time job. He put his part time job. Oh, and now he's part time. So so he don't get the benefits. Well, he only 22. He a millennial. Well, he, he is okay. a Generation Z, I think. He ain't talking about no, he ain't talking about no, uh, no, uh, he ain't talking about no benefits. He ain't worried about no benefits. He's still young as spry. Gotcha. All right, man. Let's, let's, let's bring this train back on the track. Anyway, getting back to it, man. Uh, so with that, what else coming off of that? Uh, I'm going to go to this, man. They've been talking about ESPN all day long, man. And I I know you ain't a LeBron fan. I'm not a LeBron hater, as people would say. I just, no, it's not even about LeBron. It's about KD. They say KD, and I articulated very well in a text message in a group chat with my homeboys. Okay. They said that KD is a better basketball player than, than Black Mike. You agree or disagree? Then who? Black Mike. Black Jesus. You mean Michael Jordan? Yeah, I mean, you say Mike, who else you think? It ain't Mike from Good, Michael from Good Time. It ain't, ain't JJ's little brother. You don't, you don't add nothing to MJ. You don't preface it with anything. But okay, Black Mike. All right, they say KD is better than MJ. No, they say he's the greatest basketball player in the history of the game. KD? Yeah. What's what? KD ain't the best offensive guy in his generation. That goes to James Harden. Who? James Harden is the best offensive. No, sir. No, sir. What? No, sir. No, sir. All right. No, well, sir. In my opinion, six Harden so, is so so. KD can't get to the bucket, and KD can't pull up from anywhere on the floor. KD he is can't not. Get to the bucket, can't pull up from anywhere on, on the floor. At six eleven. No, hold on. He can pull up, but look at KD's shooting percentage, but behind the line compared to James Harden and James Harden. James Harden is really about the percentage to me. It really ain't about the percentage. It's about if you had a guard. Who would you rather guard, KD or Hard? If you was given an assignment, who would you want to take your last shot, KD or Harden? Harden. Oh man, you crazy. You crazy like that glue. Harden. You Harden. crazy, man. You I'm just, I'm just telling. I, I, because, for some reason, I'm surprised that you would be on other end of the spectrum. <laughs> I'm not. Look, I like KD, but KD is not the greatest player ever. First of all, dude, that dude, he has no. There, there are no flaws in this offensive game. There are no flaws. There are no flaws. If you could okay. tell me what I'm the What's the flaw? Whoa, whoa. Does he shoot low 80s, high 70s from the free throw line? That's a flaw. 
I don't know. I, I, I would. I, I would hate to believe you shoot low seventies. You say low seventies? No, no, low eighties, oh. high seventies from the free throw line. I find out for you. I, I guarantee you that he's in the low because I seen him miss too many, too many free throws for for Golden State. We knew with Golden State. I'm just getting you that. Um, his free throw percentage for his career. Okay, I'm wrong. Eighty-eight point two. Talking you way off. See, facts matter here. Facts matter here. I'm wrong. Okay, I admit that. So now, what's your next excuse? And no, no, no. no. I said James Harden is the best offensive player. I didn't no, say James Harden is a better player than KD. 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 James Harden's game is based off of traveling and cheatery. <laughs> I'm not saying he's not nice. I'm not saying okay. he's not nice. KD do just do just that being that long, be able to do guard things, be able to go on the block, be able to fade away, get to the bucket. There's nobody in the game. Hardaway doesn't – Hardaway probably is a better shooter. Now, you're saying shooting. But if you're talking about getting to the bucket at 6'11", once KD goes by you, he's already good to throw. He's good to shoot. He's good to, He's good to do whatever. Now, you might be right as far as you just exclusively saying shooting, but I'm saying a 6'11", if you can shoot from anywhere in the damn court and get inside the paint, still be a 6'11", everybody's at your mercy. Yeah, I'm, I, I, I hear you. Now, let me say this. KD's a better player than James Harden. That's, that's not even close. That's what I said, player. No, no. I said he's not the best offensive player in the general. I didn't say player. I said offensive player. Would you take Would you take KD over Bron? Yep. Hell yeah. He done beat LeBron. <laughs> he done pulled up LeBron's eyes all out. I mean, hell yeah, I'll take him over LeBron. Okay, so. LeBron is so, limited. You know, what are you going to do in the game online? LeBron is limited. What are you going to do when the game is online? So what, you, what you're saying is you don't, you don't go by the old saying that KD had to go to Golden State with their three-headed monster already in place to beat Bron. I'm just asking. You know what that did? You, do you know what that did for KD? Did that What's make that? KD a better player? You know what that did? That spread the course so he had to be one-on-one. And you know who he was one-on-one with when, he, when they won his, the championship, his first championship? You know who was guarding when he kept coming down, just stroking in his face? LeBron. Do you okay. watch? Are you watching the playoffs now? Every time the best player quiet say, I'm guarding him. The best right. player is always going to say, I'm guarding him. LeBron <laughs> guard KD. <laughs> no, no, you're right. Okay. KD so, ran down like three straight trips. <laughs> so when KD had Russ, had Golden State on the ropes and let them off of it, did you feel the same way about KD then? Oh, that was a different KD. No, I'm saying okay, we talk about KD now. I think KD don't realize a lot of things now. Okay. Well, right. he was, yeah, I think I know. I'm saying I'm talking about the new. I ain't talking about the KD that involved. The same way Michael was taking the L to the Celtics and the Pistons okay. before he okay. he turned into Mike. Here's the, okay. but here was the argument went to. This was the argument went to. Uh-huh. I absolutely think KD is the best basketball player in the probably the past 30 years, 50. But I said, and this is what I told my boys in the chat. I said, LeBron and KD right now are probably neck and neck. KD's the best dominant basketball player on the planet. I said, the difference between KD and LeBron and Kobe and Mike, Kobe and Mike are basketball players until the game's on the line. Then they become winners and savages. It Like, it don't have nothing to do with your basketball style. It has nothing to do with that. We're going to get a bucket, whether it be still the inbound pass and get it in. Where LeBron, the game on the line, he's going to pass to the guy that's open, whether he has faith in that guy making it or not. It's the right basketball play. So I just think that okay. – 
as far as playing basketball, the game of basketball, taking away winning or losing, just a game of basketball, KD is probably unstoppable just because of his size mostly. And LeBron mostly because of his size. Okay. I, I would give you KD's better than LeBron right now. That, that's not even debatable. No one can debate that KD is probably the best player in basketball right now. If you're just right. going off today, because if you didn't watch the Nets uh, play against Atlanta, um, KD put on a show. KD flat out balled out this playoffs. And this, without Kyrie and with a hobble James Harden, and he played 40-plus minutes, um, he balled out this playoff. And that showed who he was. I'm still not sure you saying the best player in the last 30 years. That's hard for me, man. And I like me some KD. I don't know. I'm saying basketball player, not somebody who has a gimmick or could do one thing really well, just basketball player. Where can KD, know, where can KD score from? He's a threat from every day. No, no, so no, no yeah, you right. You got to be on him. As soon as he gets off the bus, you got to be on he, him. He ain't he ain't shooting from the logo. That's what I can tell you. He ain't shooting from 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 that deep. But I he mean, could. you don't have to. I mean, he, he definitely could. I definitely think he could. He can be up there with Dame, Trey, and Steph. I don't think his stroke is efficient enough to shoot from that deep. Come on, man, dude. That's a dude. I'm he. I, I, I guarantee I, I he can do it. Who? I think he just understands basketball more than that. I guarantee he can do it. I mean, he he also six eleven, so he really don't 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 have to um, shoot from that deep because ain't nobody gonna block his shot <laughs> from the line, you know. Oh, yeah. the, 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 the. And the short boys got to shoot from deep because they're on pick and roll and them big centers coming out and they got to get some separation. And that's my whole problem. KD can do it from anywhere at any time. No, he I, pull I, up 6'11". Yeah. He said by the time he pull up in your head, they say his head by his, his abdominals. Yeah, so, no, you're right. And this, and this mid-range, his mid-range game is, is deadly. But you just said the best of all time. No, I can't. I can't think of nobody who brings a Paul, pulls more problems than that. Like Mike and them are savages. Mike can get to the bucket and, and finish with a circus shot. But I'm talking about just efficiently, just just your regular game. Just boop, 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 boop. I don't know. I don't think anybody can do it like KD. Plus, we're going to the NFL, uh, or not the NFL, the Kentucky Football Hall of Fame induction is tomorrow night. It's Tom Cobb pointed out to us. I'm going to be playing in a golf scramble tomorrow with some of these guys, man. Go ahead. I ain't swung clubs in a minute. I don't know where Van went to. but So we're going to be out there tomorrow, man. Some good guys from the Kentucky Hall of Fame. Pro Football Hall of Fame is going to be out there tomorrow doing their thing. Ah, I don't know where Van went to, so I'm going to continue on to my next subject. I've been watching baseball. I've been watching the NCAA World Series, and it is exciting. If you're an SEC team, it is exciting. I didn't see the Tennessee game. Apparently, Tennessee lost, but I have been watching. I watched the Mississippi State game against for. Uh, Virginia, and I watched the Vanderbilt game against who did Vanderbilt play? Stanford. 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 Yes, because Stanford is a powerhouse. I did know it was a powerhouse. Man, both of those games, they came back in like the eighth inning, man. I'm talking about, I I just be watching. I'm like, I'm going to watch it because of SEC's. Man, that stuff is amazing, man. It's up there with either running the kickoff back Returning an interception for a touchdown or throwing a Hail Mary. Like it, I'm talking about the games have been, woo, man, them, them games. Have you checked? Have you watched any? Yeah, I, I, I feel for that Stanford pitcher because, oh, yeah. Yeah. dude, that, yeah. 
That dude, that is sheesh, man. But wasn't there was there an error before that? Did somebody give him an error before that? Before he before they went on a run? Wasn't there an error like two with two outs? You might be right. I think there was an I think there was an error before two outs. You might be right. But then uh, but the but the problem was like you said he threw he threw the ball high, which which uh brought in aired in the, the winning run. That was now that was that was terrible. I'm just yeah. for the SEC teams, man. And, and uh, you know, people talk about Mengeon, what he got going, man. But I haven't watched the UK game in like two years. I ain't watched them since they were really good that first year. Yeah, but, that, that first year he was the coach? Yeah. I yeah. haven't watched them since then. But, man, man, the SEC, man, what I've been seeing in this uh, in the World Series, man, these SEC teams are something else, man. Pitching. Timely hitting, base running, but you know the crazy thing. I watched the whole. I watched the whole game. So Vanderbilt made a bunch of mental mental errors. Like they they best. Uh, I think it was an NCAA leader in st- stolen bases. He takes man. I'm looking at his his. <laughs> I'm looking at his his lead, man. He's way off, and I'm talking to dude picks him off like on the second throw, like picks him off like I don't know. I just for you to be the leader in NCAA, I don't know how you take that big lead and get picked off. But he's going off. against the lefty, right? I think it's a lefty. I, I believe it's a lefty, but uh, man, it, look, people don't understand that that the SEC is no joke in all sports, pretty much. I think that baseball. Then they had like eight teams right in the top 25 at one time. Or was it nine? It was a lot. No, we had seven at the end of the season. I don't at the end of the season, we had seven. I think it was more than that in the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And UK started off hot. I don't think you I don't know if you remember we was talking yeah, about that. I remember, yeah, I remember. They came out blazing. When they got in the conference play, <laughs> I mean, I understand. I understand. I, I'm gonna say this. I like our fans getting being that's at a, been this fanatical about baseball because this is kind of a friend sport for us up north. But um, you you got to take the good with the bad, and sometimes crap happens. Um, and I and I'm not sure if UK baseball gets to Omaha in the next three years, dude. It's not an easy. It's like us in football. If we were in the ACC, we had multiple nine, ten wins way before. 2018. So to me, it's a balance. Do you do you want to play against less com- less caliber competition, or do you want to get that that coin and help you rebuild your 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 team quicker? So I don't know, man. It's it's a tough thing to do, but we got to understand that the SEC in baseball is legit. Probably more legit than football, if you think about it. Yeah, that was a question I was going to ask on social media one day. But the one thing they do have, the one thing the fans do have a a good point about it is, if you are playing against the best competition week in and week out, you got to get better. Yeah, and that's why not like Mengeon, and people are questioning whether he should remain. He got an extension, but. It's kind of you are playing against the best talent, but if you are, you should be iron sharpens iron. You should be better. No, if you're not playing against SEC team, then you may be able to make it to uh, you may be able to make it to to the to the World Series, and that's kind of where I think you may be able to make the Omaha, but. That's kind of where the question comes in. If you play against these guys every week, it kind of reminds them back in the early nineties. No, no knock on y'all or whatever, but Kentucky was getting drugged by Tennessee and Florida every so often. 
All we want to do is compete with them. Then we started competing with them. Then, you know, Brooks came in, you know, a little bit better. And now I think Stoops got their number. But, right. you know, we would be in every game except a couple of the upper echelon SEC games. And and I think that's where baseball is at now. Like, you playing against these guys every week, you got to figure out a way to don't pitch. Who, who was that I watched? And I posted someone, I think it was Vanderbilt, po- pitched three Three heaters in a row. And the third, it was ding. Like, once, they, once you pitch the first heater, you can't come back with another heater because they, they, they didn't figure out your speed if, they, if they're a decent team. And the SEC, like you said, it's upper echelon. And that's kind of where I was kind of concerned about if Kentucky can make it. But all I want to do is be able to compete. This conference is so good. If they do what football does, if we can compete, mess around maybe six, five, or four range, then I think that's acceptable. But we can't be just out here just doing nothing. Anthony, how many times have we made it to the College World Series in baseball? Two, maybe. One. We made it to the regionals, just the, just the regionals, I think a few regional. times. So it's like... I'm just saying, the expert, let's be realistic. Let's crawl before we walk. Now, Nick. Whoa, whoa, what do you mean crawl before you walk? His first year was his season. What do you mean? Yeah, Nick, and that's the year they made it. That's the year they made it. But you said crawl before you walk. They were walking then. Well, okay, okay, you're right. Are you right? Here's the problem is I think what fans are pissed off about more than anything, and and I can, this is one time I can side with fans on this one, is they shouldn't have gave him an extension. (laughs) I think that's what they pissed off about. I think he knows something. We gave we gave Stu. I told you we gave Stu's extension at the wrong time. We gave Stu's extension with five and one, and we went six and six. See, here's the difference. Here's the difference. With Stoops, though, no, 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 no. There's a big difference. With Stoops, the pro- the the projection of the program was changing. It was starting to get recruits. The the perception of the program was changing. Now, you're right. Maybe you don't, they gave him an extension that was kind of, you better win to get it done. They just give him all this money and say, oh, here's your money. They had stipulations on him getting those bonuses. And then he started just getting the bonuses, and then people started getting pissed. I'm, I'm just not... I mean, I think yes. And, and how good is baseball in Kentucky in high school? They're pretty good. We got we got several and we got several MLB players and and one thing you can one thing about baseball if you get a good pitcher, two <laughs> you got a two. Well, yeah, we, I'm saying if you have one good one, you got an opportunity. Yes, like you said, then you get one that can get you another three or four innings. That you know, not a gamer, but can get you three or four innings. You got. We have to have. I don't know. Like I don't know if we have to really have to have the sticks. I think we just need. We just need to trap with some pitcher too. Because didn't we have the best pitcher in, in college the, the year we went to the uh yeah the regional yeah yeah, yeah. so and look, look look at what Vandy's doing. Vandy got two dogs as pitchers. Oh yeah, yeah. two dogs. Um. Yeah. And then one thing, very young. I didn't realize they were that young. Everybody was talking yeah. about like freshmen. Everybody they was talking about was freshmen. Banker Tom, how how many scholarships are allowed in baseball? I, I had no idea. I have no idea either. Now, I, I knew Title IX affected baseball a lot, and they started getting those partials. But I didn't how many? I'll spend all my time. I'll spend all my time on. I'll spend all my scholarships on pitchers. <laughs> then we yeah. just work on hitting all. We just work on hitting all week long. Yeah, but I'm with you. I'm curious as a. Oh wait a minute! Damn! How many players are there? 
Whoa, 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 whoa. This 11 a year or 11 a whole team? Damn. Dude, 11. Dude, 11. There's nine on the field. That's right? probably four a year then. That's probably four a year. Dude, that's what I'm saying. These partials, dude. They, you going partial. Because if you have 11, but that, yeah, if you have 11, right, you can only give out probably two full scholarships, and they better be dogs. And then yeah. all the rest of them are halves, quarters. Dude, you got nine on the field coming to pitcher. You got to have a closer. That's 10. You got to have a, a middle relief. That's 11. And that's only for one game. You need more. <laughs> you, need, you need some bench players. You need another You need another three to four pitchers. You need some more. Dude, damn. That's 11. You know they got 20-something players on the team, right? I'm sure they got 20-something. Yeah, but I would, I would say at least 22. Or back up for 20. I would say at least 20. But And only, and only 11 full scholarships. <laughs> damn. I mean, we play, but we play the best conference in America. Ours ain't no different than anybody else in the SEC. So how's everybody else? You got to put your – I think it's management. It must be management then. Because you got – like you like you were stating earlier, you got to have the right players in the right position at the right time. Yeah. When we going into the, the tournament, you got to have a starter, you got to have a closer, and you got to have another another one ready on a day's notice. I mean, I don't know if you really need a base runner, maybe. I would like to have a, a three, four hitter that, you know, that can that can clean the bases off for you. What is that? That's about six players. <laughs> I don't know. I think you can do it, man. I think you can do it. Dude, that's to fill a base. I don't know how LSU does it. Yeah, they, they have to. Dude, they have to do something. You know what? Here, I'm going to tell you what's here, though, for LSU. It's tradition. Like, I, I don't know how many players are from, from the state, but I, I bet you it's about 80, 80%. It's because of the tradition and they grow up and they, they when they were five years old, they want to play for LSU. So um, that's that's how I see it. Really? The facilities are that bad? They don't look bad. You know what? The facilities, she, she's right. The facilities weren't bad. Dude, dude, the same facilities we had when we were playing football, we had to go over and work out in their facilities every now and then. Uh-huh. I think it's what they've had for a long time, bro. I say now the football the moved over there. They got they probably now they have our old facility, which probably no equipment in it. So you saying they still at Nutter? Yeah, they got to be at Nutter. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they work out at Nutter. So you tell I, I thought they redid the baseball field. So you tell me the girls saw no, the field. I'm talking about working out. I'm talking about working okay. out, dude. They only had like two squat racks and, and whatnot, man. You know what I'm saying? So now now they that. got the whole football fields and everything we use. They got all that over there, I believe. Okay. Now. And it's uh, been renovated. Don't don't get me wrong, but okay. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I, and I guess it got to be hard to recruit against the SEC when guys got state of the art machines and you know pitching bad cages and I, I, I guess it has to be hard to do. But I don't know. We have some talent. We have some talent in this in this state, and I don't think most of the talent in this state. The Shelby's. I think a couple of the Shelby's went to UK. Uh, their father was was well known. Uh, Green back when we played, there were several good players that were from the state. Okay, but uh, well, yeah. I'm, I'm looking at um, LSU roster, and the majority of these jokers are from from Louisiana. You sprinkle in a couple Florida's, Texas, and Georgia, but the majority of these boys are from from the state. Yeah, About- Tom has a good point too, man. Louisville ain't Louisville ain't no doggone slouch, huh. so that's where a lot that's probably where our best players going to. Louisville ain't no slouch, man. Louisville do their thing. Huh. So. 
Oh, okay. What is Louisville doing better than what we're doing in baseball? Do they have? Well, obviously, you know they, you know they taking money from everybody who's gonna give it to them to get players in there. So don't don't go there. You know, Louisville, <laughs> hey, they don't got Sandy Bell over there, man. Louisville is taking whatever they can get at any cost and, and no discretion. Good point. So, but no, but they've been pretty good at baseball and girls basketball for a long time, man. Now, I, you know, that, that was the two things that kind of off the radar. But And I guess we're really not concerned about baseball a lot. I mean, people don't talk about it. Like the volleyball team has been doing a good job for a long time. The rifle team, the golf team has been a good time, but, but nobody said anything. Now, all of a sudden, the volleyball team won a national championship. Everybody jumped on the bandwagon. Right. Michelle Gosselot has always been on it. Larry Vaught has always been on it. There's been a lot of people who have been on it, but I, I just think that's kind of what you got to do. I don't think that the fans need to lower the expectation for baseball. I think baseball kind of got to do the little things, and maybe it is facilities. Like Tom said, maybe it is facilities and, and things they got to bring to get the talent in here, but it seems like, man, we had the talent, what, three years ago? Four? Well, before COVID? Yeah. And we had, yeah, like three years before COVID, we had the we had the talent. So I don't know. I, I would like to see these guys do good, man. I, I would like to see, see these guys do good. A lot of the uh, other sports are starting to prosper, and now I think basketball is back on the right track, and football is back on the right track. So you know, it's very I, interesting, I, man. I'm looking at both rosters, right? Kentucky and. Louisville. It's about even with the amount of Kentucky players that are on both teams. They, the Louisville and us are, are getting players from all over the place. They're getting from PA. Uh, Louisville's getting a little bit from Illinois because they're closer. It's kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Wow. I, I just think, like you said, I kind of think, like you said, I think the fans might be a little bit. And Michelle said it too, man. Once the fans start getting mad about your sport, that's that's something big, man. I remember yep. in '98 when we won a national championship. I'm out on Woodland, man, walking down the street, had on my gray. You know where I was wearing the UK grays, fan grab. You guys are next. You guys got fucking winning next year. You guys, and I'm like, man, have you seen Florida and Tennessee? Man? <laughs> and I'm like, okay, man, I, I got hyped up, man. I was right. probably full right. of liquid adrenaline. Right. But I was like, hey, I see. But I'm saying, but when the fans start getting mad about stuff, that like she said, I think I think that kind of means they care. But now it's on the coach that he gave an extension, Menjion. So hey, Menjion got to come with something now, man. Yes, he got to come with something now. The bad part about it is I don't know how much they paying him. If they let him go, we're on the hook for that salary. I think he must have. I think when he gives these guys extension, I think they must show him uh, at least a game plan where he thinks his success can be. And I think business-wise, you can do that. Why not give him extension now? And he turns the corner like like Stoops did. Gave him extension. Yeah, he, that little seventh game gives him a boost or whatever. But shit, we wasn't winning seven games, eight games back to back for a long time. So now we gave it to him like like you said, we gave him extension. Hey, if you do this, we can give you a little bit more. And now yeah. he's doing that. I think maybe that's what he's doing, Men's Young, man. Like, I understand you said you got to do this. We're going to give you the resources to accomplish what you have to accomplish. Now, once you accomplish, we already on the hook at a decent salary. We're not going to have to give you another extension. Right. Now, if you, now if you ball out, we, we may have to go back to the bank and have nobody, you know, being questioned and everything looks right. So, so, so we cool on that. We cool on that. Uh, man, I had a – there was something that went on in football this week I was going to ask you about. Oh, oh, yeah, that's what I wanted to ask you about. I really didn't have to ask you about it, but <laughs> how do you feel about – 
two things. How do you feel about Aaron Rodgers as a quarterback and a person? Not statistically. As a quarterback, dude. What do you think his perception is on the outside? Or if you played with him, how what would you think, what would your perception be of him as a person and as a quarterback? Not statistically. I don't know. I, you asked me, I'm going to say this. As a quarterback, he he's that dude as a quarterback. He hasn't had a great offensive line since he's been there. Um, he's won a Super Bowl. Um, Trent Dilfer won a Super Bowl, too. Go ahead. I, I know you didn't say down Trent Dilfer. Yes. Um, Jeff Hosteller won a damn Super Bowl, too. So that means nothing. But he won a Super Bowl on, I want to say by himself, but primarily on that offensive shoulder. That defense was not, it was okay. All right. Uh, he's a MVP. I think he's a multiple-time MVP. Now, as a person, he might be an asshole. There's a lot of asshole quarterbacks. Do you think Tom Brady is is a is a is a pleasant guy to be around? Do you think? I don't think he's an asshole. Asshole. Oh, I think he's accountable. Not, I think he's accountable. Hold on. Have you not seen him scream at almost every offensive coordinator he did on the sideline? Have I never told you my experience with Tom Brady? My experience with Tom Brady wasn't the greatest either. But go ahead. What's your experience with Tom Brady? I've told you a hundred times I'm not going to send everybody back. Through. We used to make fun of Tom Brady. Oh, oh, oh. Doing the, doing the, um, the All-Star game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I thought you were talking about on, on the next level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, no. Next level is here. I ain't, I ain't speak to him. I got to make no. an appointment. Tom Brady is a jerk. Peyton Manning has jerk tendencies. There ain't too many quarterbacks that don't have jerk tendencies. But Tom, whatever Tom Brady has done in New England has never came to the forefront. The one thing I don't like about Stop. At New England, where they keep shit under wraps. Yeah, okay. That strip is tight. Okay. Well, you said Peyton Manning. There was nothing bad saying about Peyton Manning. False. Where? Denver or or Indianapolis? Indianapolis. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to say this. I'm going to tell you this much about here's my problem with Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Aaron Rodgers. And one thing as a quarterback I love about, here you go, Michelle, about Tim Couch <laughs> or any great quarterback. If you if you take the accountability because you know you are great, that means, hey, it's on me. Every time I've been the man on my team, high school, somewhat in college, if I'm the man and I know I got a control of the outcome of the game, it's my bad. Because I know next time you rely on me. I don't point to Aaron Rodgers has blamed on every coordinator, every quarterback coach, head coach, receivers, defense, special teams coach. You name one person Aaron Rodgers ain't never blamed it on. And that's the one thing I think is a suck-ass move and I can't deal with Aaron Rodgers about it. Because, uh, now you're right, he can spin the ball. He can move it down the field. He can matriculate the ball down the field. But him not taking accountability and always escaping, being finding the scapegoat and blaming somebody else, it's some bullshit. All right. I would like for you to give me your references of all the head coaches and all the OCs that Aaron Rodgers has thrown under the bus. How many offensive coordinators has he had in the past six years? Two. Ten years. Two. Now, now hold on, hold on, hold on. Now, now let's, let's say, hold on. Let's say 
Are you talking about figurehead office coordinator or the guys who actually call the plays on Sunday? Because his head coach at Green Bay called the plays on Sunday, except for, I think, towards the end, a couple years. And now he has LaFleur. So he he has. He's had pretty much the same guy calling plays. Nah, nah. I remember. Nah. Here, okay. I'm on. I'm about to bring that up. I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna pull it out on Twitter because I don't want to mess up my bandwidth that I'm dealing with for this show. So I'm gonna pull it up on Twitter. And I'm gonna show you some of this stuff I'm talking about. But like you said, that I, I just think that he all put it like this. They drafted another quarterback two years ago just to let him know. Like, look, man, you ain't listening to us. You can go. And I think quarterback should have a total autonomy on the offense. I think they should. That's when. That's when the. Uh, um, the Buccaneers made they run when they let when they finally when Aaron's let Tom do his thing that but Aaron they give Aaron I think when they ask Aaron to do what he wants to do he does it this way and it don't work they give him autonomy and he does his thing and it don't work then he throws the damn OC under the bus and I think that's bullshitting. Whoo man, fan into the damn voice for a reason. You are on one right now. I gotta get the information. Name, name. Aaron Rodgers has had the same issue that Cam had at the Panthers. No, Aaron Rodgers is accurate. No, 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 no. The same, no. When we talk about their abilities, I'm talking about the front office and giving him talent. They have not surrounded him with talent, period. He's had pretty good talent. He's had pretty good talent. I ain't saying elite, but he's had pretty good talent. Name me more than Adams that he had at receiver the last three to four years. Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb ain't been there the last three to four years. No, he was there four years ago. No, he wasn't. Jordy Nelson was there four years. All them dudes was there 40. I'm telling you, man, he has some talent. Who? Jordy Nelson left there so long. We talking about probably five or more years ago. Well, Randall Cobb was there four years ago, I believe. Jordy Nelson's last well, okay. year. So when did he win the Super Bowl? My whole point is this. I understand what you said. I understand what you're trying to get at. Okay. But he had a bunch of talent, and he runs them off. See, now you're saying he runs them off. He did because he would Dude, the one year all he kept doing was patting the ball, patting the ball, breaking, going into a scramble drill and throwing the ball to Jordan Nelson. I say that because I had Randall Cobb on my fantasy football team and he'll be wide open on a crossing route and he would – Aaron Rodgers, whoever he wants to throw it to, that's who the hell he – Aaron Rodgers has his own set of plans, and he's going to do whatever the fuck he wants to do every time. Now, it all makes sense. It all makes no, sense. No, I ain't got to do no damn fantasy. Don't even take yeah, it there. Oh, no, don't even take it there. Aaron Rodgers is going to do what the hell he wants to do. Aaron Rodgers comes it on the field with an agenda, sense. and he's not going to be accountable. Those are the two things. It all makes sense. So tell me this. In 2014, when Randall Cobb had 1,287 yards, I guess – Oh, A-Rod, A-Rod wasn't looking at him. I guess the next year when he had 829 yards with 120, he had more targets. I guess he wasn't looking at Randall that year either. No, no, those were two years he did. Wait, the two years, Randall Cobb's second year and third year, I believe, or his third and fourth. Two years he did go to Randall. Go to the year year when he targeted Jordy Nelson 80% of the time. Go to that. And it wasn't even even within the play call scheme. Give me a timeout. So, Randall's second year, Randall played 15 games. He had 104 targets. His third year, he got hurt. 
He only played six games. His fourth year, he played a whole season, had 127 targets. That's what you're talking year, about. Yep. He had 129 targets. That was his money year. Hold that on, hold on. Year. Hold on. Come the on. After that, he had 84 targets, but he only played 13 games. So he got hurt. Missed two games and lost 20-some targets. Okay, come on. You know, come on. Three games. Come on, Cletus. He means three games. Come on, man. The year Tell after that, he had 92 targets. He missed a couple games. Then the freaking wheels fell off. He only played nine games. How many targets? And that, was, and that was the year they let him go. Could it be because Randall Cobb had a little injury that year and they decided to let him go? Well, hey, man, we're going to block Jay Hayes, man. I don't it, it all makes sense. About. Jay Hayes, huh. it all makes sense now. Look at Jordan Nelson's numbers. Yeah. Look at it. I'm telling you, I've played in an offense oh. where my numbers dwindled and somebody else's oh. numbers skyrocket. I just seen the quarterback just yeah. look at one I know what that looks like. Hold on. Jordy Nelson, yep. the hold last on. two years, hold on, the last two years with, hold on, let me pull them up side to side. But, uh, Anthony, it all makes sense now. You you lost your your um, your fancy football. <laughs> I didn't start, I didn't start, uh, I didn't start Randall. I wouldn't start Randall Cobb on my fantasy so, football. But I, I 2018, Randall Cobb played nine games. Hold on, here you go. Here's oh, that's a good Hold on. No, Green Bay. 2018, Randall Cobb played nine games and had 61 targets. Jordy Nelson played 15 games, had 88 targets. That's pretty damn close for uh, for six more games of play, right? Yeah. In 2017, Randall Cobb had 92 targets. Guess how many targets targets um Jordan Nelson had? 140. 88. It was terrible. So it don't seem like there's a favorite there. Are those now, targets from are those targets from from Aaron or are those targets from backup? Because there was a couple <laughs> backup. No, I'm I'm serious. Okay. All right. I see what we got to deal with today, man. I can't wait till we get on the show next week when we got some old school people who know who know what you're talking about. Who know how to get you get you I'm saying is that now I understand why you upset at AAA Ron because you you lost your fantasy football league. <laughs> no, they said ESPN said the same thing. Aaron Rodgers has not been accountable for nothing that's went wrong with when he's been there. He's not. I'm telling you. Have you have you seen? And he's done it once or twice, possibly. Uh, Russell Wilson. Have you seen Russell throw anybody really under the bus? Now he might make a little comment that you got question about. Didn't he just make a comment this year? <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. But it's been, it took you. That's what it took. It took him getting down to this. Where man, because he just did a video two years ago, him laying in the bed with, with Sierra at two o'clock in the morning with his new contract, like he was happy. Now all of a sudden they gave you a DK Metcalf and you know some things, but I'm just saying I just don't like a quarterback that can't be accountable. You understand that? The head of any program, if you're not accountable, it's going to crumble. I don't – I mean, okay. If there's a manager who points to blame everything that goes wrong, you are in charge of everything. But if you point to blame everything that goes wrong on your subordinates, is that going to be a successful business? I I'm, I still want you to right, give me – When we get off here, I'm going to do you that solid because I got to play golf in the morning with, with, with the uh, Kentucky Hall of Fame players. And I'm going to say – I'm trying to wiggle, wiggle my way in there. I'm going to try and get in the Hall of Fame one way or the other as a player or as a media member. One way or the other. I'm gonna get, I might bring you along with me. I might say I couldn't have done it all. I couldn't have done it without being had. But, hey, man, man, where you see that? See that? 
man, working on my stroke. I see you, man. I see you. I, I see you. I see you. Hey. Yeah, yeah, man. But you, you didn't do your research on Aaron, man. No, I'm not. I'm just saying. All these hey, man, this brother, man. All, all these quarterbacks, name a quarterback that ain't been an asshole. Name a great one. Dan Marino, little bit of an asshole. Bill Couch? On, on, on the next level. He wasn't an asshole on the next level either. No, 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 no. I'm talking about guys who put up crazy numbers. Oh, uh, here you go, man. Why you going to do my boy like that? Nah, I'm not doing your boy. I'm just I'm just being real. All these guys on the next level who's been ultra successful have been a little bit of assholes. I give you. I give you one. Okay, give me one. Patrick Mahomes. Facts. Fact. Okay, that's one. That's how you get people to Lamar Jackson. That's no. These are new age guys. They ain't reached that. Whoa, they, man. They, they, ain't Whoa, man. they ain't been jaded Whoa, yet. Man. Come on, look. All right, and we can get off of this. Aaron Rodgers had a chip on his shoulder since his ad was in the green room. They they took that shit off of they they eliminated that green room thing. That's the Aaron Rodgers rule. <laughs> Not having these guys, too many guys at the damn, at the damn trap, <laughs> putting the camera on them every damn 10 seconds. <laughs> they eliminated that because of Aaron Rodgers. So he had that. Then he had the whole Brett Favre hating on him because they drafted him. He's a hater, man. He's so a he's hater. So he's stacking chips on his shoulders. Then oh, I understand that. Then all this shit he's done for Green Bay, and they won't freaking draft any receivers. Just stacking chips on his shoulders. So he's pissed. If he leaves, if he leaves Green Bay, he's gonna have to do a Brett Favre or a Tom Brady. He's gonna have to go to the chip to prove that look, this is what I could have done if you would have gave me something. True. No, he's no. He's gonna have to do that. Otherwise, everything I'm saying is gonna be illuminated and magnified. Don't say Peyton Manning because Peyton Manning didn't win that. No, I didn't say Peyton Manning. Oh, you said who you said? You said Tom Brady and somebody else. Brett Favre. I said Brett Favre and uh, Tom Brady. But Brett Favre didn't win the chip, though. I didn't say. I said he went to it, though, with another team. He went to it immediately. He didn't went to. He didn't go to the chip. He went to the conference. He went to the conference. uh, When your boy fumbled the ball, that was uh, in the conference championship? Yeah, it was conference championship. Okay, well, that was the whole point. That wasn't his fault. That's what I mean. <laughs> if, if your boy had held onto the ball, he would have been in the bowl. That's what I meant. He, okay. he, he he made it to that far. That's what I meant. I thought they went to the. I did thought they went to the Super Bowl. Oh, Anthony, you, you telling me this? Hold on. Let me let me give you a team. If you put Aaron Rodgers on a Tennessee Titans team, or they not want to fairly to go to the Super Bowl, even in that tough conference with Pat, Patty Mahomes and and LJ and and Josh Allen, do, do they not become the favorite in the AFC with Aaron Rodgers as a quarterback? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what, man? Here's another thing. I also, I t- me and a, me and a guy got in an argument like seven years ago talking about Aaron Rodgers. One thing I think Aaron Rodgers does, and I don't think helps his offense coordinators. This is why I don't think his offense coordinators like him. He doesn't throw on time. Aaron Rodgers always seems to hold the ball a little longer and wait for the play. Like his like his thing is to wait for the play to break down and wait for the defense to get confused. Like you I don't see him throwing on time. He's not a timing quarterback. You watch. He throws every ball and on the move. You watching too many highlights. I don't think he throws within the offensive concept. You watching too many highlights. No, watch games. You watching too many highlights. I watch games. You watching too many highlights or, or cut ups and not watching the whole <laughs> the whole game. <laughs> I'm gonna check out the moon, man. Thanks, Banker Tom. I appreciate that. I'll definitely check that out too. 
Banker Tom, I appreciate you, man. Banker Tom been been, been on it this this show. I don't know. He got the he got he got the got the nod from somebody. Somebody told him to show up. <laughs> somebody told. Him. I like it. He man. got the nod from somebody. Man, look, if Joe Burrow, I'm gonna see. The bad thing about that, both these leagues are now tough. Now it used to be one of the leagues were a little weaker than the other. Yeah, but bro, Burrow is that dude. But look at the comp. Look at the division in. He's in there yeah, with Lamar yeah. Jackson. He's in there with Baker Mayfield. Yeah, he's in there with Big Ben when he's going oh, right. Big Ben's done, dude. Ben's done, but I feel I'm just you. saying, but it's dude. He's in a damn. That's tough, man. But I'm gonna say this offensively with Higgins and um with Chase, they are gonna be legit. Good Appreciate job. That, yeah. They it's are going to Higgins, Chase, and uh, what's the guy? AJ Gone, man. Don't worry. No, what's, what's the what's the running back? Damn it, Nixon, Nixon, Nixon. They do offensively. They are legit. Nixon still hurt? Yeah, uh, offensively they are legit. They just need an offensive line. They need and to bring Benny over there. They need to pick up Benny. Trade for Benny Snell. Sell tickets. You know, get a chance to be close to home. I don't think it's always a good idea to put people close to home, man. Bad things happen. Well, when is when is it when when does Ben become a free agent? Because they ain't gonna trade them in in in, in in the division. Well, I'm just saying they ain't using them. Man. They keep on drafting everybody around them. They, 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 keep on they keep on drafting them. They keep on drafting. It's like it's like it seems like the head coach loves them. And he ain't been doing right. He's done nothing wrong, but they drafting him and tinkering all around him. Like somebody get hurt, they come back the next week, they put him right back in front of him. Like he ain't done nothing wrong. It seems like Mike Tomlin loves him. It, it genuinely loves him. I've seen when they when he's mic'd up and he says great things about him, but then <laughs> the GM must hate him because he keeps drafting running back. You think when they lost John Connors to free agency, okay, Benny got a chance. Then they freaking go to draft Najee Harris. It's like he he had a moment of going up the depth chart, then he came right back down. It's like it's just not. Now, I, thought, I thought they got rid of Connor. I said, okay, they got rid of Connor. Okay, <laughs> Benny about to eat. Bam, draft here, he, and I here come Najee. Like you said, man, get a little younger back, man. Come right. on, man. And you don't draft a first round running back. And, and not expect to start him. No. You know he's he's once they drafted him, he was running back one. Right when they send that card up, he was all oh, yeah. oh yeah. Yes, I don't know, man. But anyways, man, we've come to this point of the show, man. I thought I had two other topics, but they weren't needed. We'll throw them in another time. Next week we fully we fully loaded. Like we got guests. So we, Rob Ovid on Tuesday, Tony Franklin on Thursday. We fully vaxxed next weekend. Hey, we fully vaxxed. Hey, then we come back after the 4th of July. After the 4th of July weekend, we coming back with uh, Gabby Curry and her dad, Buddy Curry. NFL, NFL all, all-star, all all and all pro NFL linebacker. Gabby Bro, Curry and Buddy you, you, Curry. You didn't, you didn't home. You didn't, you're, not, you didn't, you're, not, you're not hitting home runs. You're hitting grand slams. You, I had to make sure we had somebody on the other end of this screen so when you didn't show up, there's somebody going to be over there. So I had to make sure we started booking some people. And plus, you try to book, you try to book, you try to book better than me, man. So you keep on trying to book all these, these good, these good guests. So I had to, I had to show you, man, who books the best. Yeah, you, 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 you the booker. Are we going to call you eight dot booker? 
I'm the bookie. Shit. But uh but now nah, man, once again, man, I appreciate you, man. Uh everybody stroll on over to YouTube, man. Like, subscribe, share, view them, share them with your friends, man. Uh, all the listeners, man. We got uh Mr. Banker Tom on. Tom Cobb, man. We appreciate him showing up. Welcome to the show, along with Ann, Jay Hayes, Michelle, Michelle, JD, Scott. Ah, man, I really, I don't know why I start names. I don't want to leave nobody. Vinny, yeah. but, uh, Louis. man, uh, Louis. Yeah, you, you can't miss Louis. Oh, yeah, Louis Vuitton. So, uh, man, we appreciate you on, you on there, man. Invite, invite another friend, man. Invite another friend, man. Because yeah. the show, when football season come on, this is going to be the place to be. You can watch the game. You can listen to the breakdowns. You can watch the news and they tell you what happened. Or you can come in here and we tell you what happened. <laughs> It's gonna be hot, boy! I can't wait to see this Liam Cohen outfit. It's gonna be hot in here. Oh man, yes indeed, yes indeed. I right, Tom, I'll see you at those events, man. I'll be out there tomorrow, shaking my club a little bit. I'm gonna rest up my good left and right shoulders to make sure I can get that three hundred off the tee. Okay, a couple okay. times. Hey, you drive for show, you put for dough. So just because you drive three hundred, they mean nothing. Hey, we in scramble. So all I'm trying to do okay. is we gonna use what? Hey, we gonna use? <laughs> hey, my game. We gonna use my drive or my putt? Okay. Those are only two options. Those are the only two options. All right, man. Oh yeah, Gary too. Gary too, man. See, I shouldn't have started naming people. See, yeah, see, everybody. Everybody in watching, ladies. All right, man. Yeah, man. We up out of here, man. We catch y'all back on Tuesday. Appreciate everybody for showing up. Go like, subscribe, and share on any of our social media networks. All right, peace out.